Hello and welcome to the Retail Florist Podcast. I'm Kelsey Thompson and I'm a flower shop owner and marketer here to share insights and strategies to help you manage your business without burnout. Each episode will dive into real life tips to increase your profits and peace of mind. Are you ready to grow? Hi, hi, Kelsey from Petals and Profits back again. I am really excited to talk to you guys today. Um, This has been a hot, hot topic. Um, And I'm just excited to share some ideas with you here on the Retail Forest. Thanks for jumping on. So today we're going to be talking about different ways to increase foot traffic, specifically summer foot traffic. And this is with the goal of, of course, increased cash flow. So I'll be sharing multiple ideas for events, promotions, and sales to just get people in your door or get them buzzing about your shop. And I'm not just talking like surface level, just talking head points. I have lots of specific examples and processes for you so you can really put these ideas into action. And they aren't all summer specific. They could totally happen at any point in the year or be worked into your holiday promotions. But for many florists, Sales slow down in the summer, and I wanted to do an episode geared towards that topic. So even if you're booked up with weddings, your general flower and gift sales may slow down. And if that's your business or your situation, this episode is definitely for you. If your shop doesn't have a slow season, that's amazing. I think you'll still find lots of value in these ideas. And I'm going to be referring a lot to my own shop in this episode, which is in Iowa. Of course, that's the shop I know best. Your market may be larger or smaller or completely different, but my hope is that you can use these thoughts as a springboard for your own next big marketing campaign or promotion. So I'm just going to run through eight different ideas and then really break those ideas down. The first one is to host an event. So there are a few holidays in the summer and none are floral heavy. I've definitely never taken a happy 4th of July grandma order. So let's make our own holidays. What special occasions can you create for your store? Some ideas might be to incorporate local town celebrations or festivals, the local high school's class reunion, maybe a popular cause or community fundraiser, or start uh, playing off a national day of something. For example, uh, August 14th is half Valentine's Day. You could offer a wrapped rose special and theme your marketing around surprising her just because you love her. This would be a great email marketing campaign, by the way. You could even just make up a silly holiday based on a product that you sell if you want. The goal is to create some buzz and give people a reason to come in your shop. So at my store, we host an annual event where we partner with two other retailers for a ladies' night out. Each location supplies a light appetizer and a cocktail, and we plan a demonstration or we do an in-store special. And we also contribute a really nice item to a swag bag. We all sell limited tickets and we rotate the attendees in groups through each business over the course of the evening. Kind of a progressive ladies out through three different businesses. So last time we did this, we sold 36 tickets at $75 each. Our swag bags were valued at $75 retail, but since we pre-sold and we were able to cover our cost of the item and the food, we were also able to make a small profit on the tickets. Not to mention we had 36 ladies in the mood to shop in our store for hours. 
So a great tip here would be to partner with a local cause. Maybe if you're doing a ladies' night out, you contact a local domestic abuse shelter or the food pantry and have attendees bring in items to donate, or you could increase the ticket cost and contribute a portion of the proceeds to the charity you've chosen. This is A, just a really good thing to do as a decent human being, and B, it is good PR. So a super popular promotion that we do is to sell flowers or small plants for the local nursing homes or shut-ins. So my shop is called Bloom, so the promo is called A Bloom in Every Room, but there's lots of fun names out there. I've seen other floors to it, and I just think it's a really great feel-good promotion. But we do it as a minimum of $10 to $15 donation, and that buys a small gift that we then deliver to a local elderly individual. So we pre-sell and then deliver them all in one day. We've done vases of Alstomeria, small calanchos, and then poinsettias or Christmas cactus during the holidays. A lot of people donate more than the minimum because they want to cover a whole wing or a whole floor, which is amazing. And then any additional money that is left over, I use to buy coffee or donuts for their nursing home staff. So I make almost retail on a small plant. We volunteer our time for um, delivery and, and that kind of thing. But it's a really great way to give back and just bless people's day. And I get so many phone calls, even in like the middle of the year, I'll get phone calls, people talking about their Christmas cactus. The ladies will call me from the nursing home. So it's just a really fun promotion. Um, and it's a really good way to kind of encourage plants or whatever, fresh flowers and the joy that they bring. So here's another idea. If you've got a good sized retail space, what about hosting birthday parties or day dates at your shop? If you've got the space, Decorate a corner using plants or silk stems and string lights. Grab a table and some mismatched chairs and you've got a magical secret garden. I could totally see your entire groups of coffee friends or a crew of young princesses taking advantage of a birthday package here. Provide treats from a local coffee shop or bakery and you could offer a quick demo or hands-on project as part of the package. So those are different ideas for events that you could host at your shop that will drive some traffic. This brings me to the next traffic driver, and that is classes or workshops. And this is a great way to get people in your door. It really sets you up as a local expert, and of course generates some cash flow. So the key here is to pre-sell tickets. Require prepayment for reservations and have the cutoff date early enough that you can order only what you need for the class. Fresh flower arranging, of course, is fun, but don't forget about plants. Try a succulent bowl or a dish garden class. Or if you sell silk stems, decor pieces like wreaths, swags, or container arrangements would make a good class too. You could even partner with a local artisan or a woodworker and do a collaborative class. So some examples here, and we've done a couple of these. I'm gonna take a drink of water, pardon me. A couple of these collaborative classes. Um, one we did for couples where they make their own charcuterie board and then also a table centerpiece. Of course, they're drinking wine, eating cheese, and it's a really fun date night. So the thing I love about classes is that it gives the customer kind of a look behind the scenes and oftentimes makes them realize how tough our job can really be. I've had many workshop attendees turn into repeat customers because they see our skills demonstrated in a class. If you don't have a space for a class, the local library or extension office would be a great resource to start finding space. And they probably have a built-in email list and would help you advertise since it's a draw for them as well. Speaking of emails, make sure you gift each class attendee with a limited time in-store coupon or a card with a QR code that leads to your website or sign up for your email list. Because of course they don't want to miss your next class. Okay, 
A third idea is collaborations, and I mentioned these a minute ago. These are hands down one of my favorite ways to drive social media engagement and store traffic. And I've got quite a few ideas for you. So the first would be to partner with a local winery, brewery, or dessert store and do a workshop on pairing. So maybe attendees try a wine and truffle pairing while they design a wreath made of grapevine. Or they sample beer flights and create a succulent garden. What about a local restaurant? Restaurants right now are facing similar challenges as the floral industry with price increases and shortages. So a date night that includes dinner for two and a beautiful bouquet would move product for both of you. And selling these items as a package or bundle makes the pricing more appealing. It kind of lets you um, pad it a little bit. We just entered July here. I don't know when you're listening, but it's July 1st right now. And July is National Picnic Month. So can you sell pre-picnic bundles by partnering with a local shop or restaurant? I'm thinking like a basket with an assortment of meats and cheeses, drinks, a wrap bouquet, of course, and some cutlery would be a really fun date night package or anniversary gift. I would love to take a picnic with my husband. You could also partner with a local photographer to do a picnic-themed family photo shoot. Because of course they'll need flowers all around their picnic. So set a booking goal with your photographer and pre-sell time slots at a price that makes you and the photog a profit. You could also do this with pet photos supply a few various sized headpieces and collars and take a small cut of the shoot price. Honestly, you could go totally wild with photo shoot ideas. Just make sure that you're including your retail profitable price in the package cost so that you don't lose money. This is a great advertising tool and will grow your social media following as well because you'll gain followers from the photographer's page and vice versa. Plus then you'll have some photos to use down the road for social media. If you have retail neighbors, could you throw a summer block party or a carnival or maybe a progressive sales event? Multiple shops or retailers advertising to their pool of customers creates a bigger pool and a bigger advertising budget. The most important point here is that business collaborations can be really effective, but just make sure you have clear rules and expectations for the participating businesses. Communication and setting these expectations for each vendor, quote unquote, is key. So here's a few things to keep in mind. One, what will be required from each participant? Product, service, time, setup, teardown, all that. Who is doing what? Two, how is promotion happening? Who is in charge of making cohesive graphics? Will you stick to social media or have other forms of paid advertising? And what are expectations for posting and sharing? If you're running ads, make sure you set a budget ahead of time. Three, how will money be collected and distributed? I'd recommend limiting this to one or two collection points or creating a web listing so everything funnels through one spot. It's just way easier to track money that way. And then four, what is the deadline? The goal for this is to pre-sell so that you can order what you need. So give yourself time to get a head count and order in product. Okay, next idea would be sales. Of course, having a sale is the quickest way to get cash. Christmas in July or a crazy day sale are both familiar to consumers and pretty much guaranteed to drive some traffic. You don't have to price down everything super crazy. Try having different levels of discounts or creating bundles. So for example, if you have an item that you would pretty much give away at this point, I know we all do, we all have that one thing where like someone just pay me to take this. Uh, You could pair that item with a moderate sale item. So maybe take 85% off the first item 
and just a 10 to 15 percent off the second and then price the bundle with one sales tag it's going to look like a great deal for your customer and be a great deal for your customer and it helps you move tired merchandise without having to discount the merchandise you don't want to have to as heavily you could try moving your sale online to your facebook page too post an album of sales bundles and have followers comment sold to claim them we even done a reverse auction on facebook before we made a sales album of single items and listed everything at a fair price. Then intermittently over the course of a week, we went in and knocked the price down a bit. And the first person to comment won it. So if you really wanted that item, you better have bid on it the first day. Or if you wanted to gamble, you could wait until day three or four and see how low it got and try to sneak your claim in. People had a lot of fun with that one. Of course, a regular style Facebook auction works too. List the retail price and starting bid price, and then give a deadline for followers to bid. We ended up selling some things that were retail when we do this, because people get in little bidding wars, especially over one-of-a-kind silk designs. Always make sure to tag the designer that made it. It's kind of fun for them to get credit. You can always pull a little bit of collaboration into your sales, too. So one year, uh, I chose one other small business per week to do a partnership with. So for example, one of the weeks was a women's boutique, one was the deli, one week was the shoe store. So during that special week, if you shopped at the shoe, for, shoe store, for example, you could bring your receipt into my flower shop and get a discount on your purchase. And if you purchased something from my shop and brought your receipt into the shoe store, you got a half price pair of nice socks or something. So again, it was a collaboration and a cross promotion and we did a lot of uh, social media cross promotion. We did Facebook Lives together we both really had good sales and great engagement, and our customers loved that we were supporting other small local businesses. Another uh, section of ideas is going to be DIY take and make kits. So as people's lives get busier, it's sometimes hard to make an in-person event or workshop. I think we've all run into that sometimes. But selling pre-done uh, craft kits is a really great way to move product. So we've done kits for staging a tray, silk and fresh centerpieces, and planter kits. Those are all popular with the adults. But our most popular take and makes are for kids. So I try to make them educational and retail under $20 each. I'm trying to keep those mamas in mind that have multiples. If you can make them floral related, great. But if not, at least you're making a sale and you're generating foot traffic when mom or dad picks it up. So some examples are dyeing carnations different colors, which is an opportunity to learn about floral cells. You could do button or coffee filter flowers on a pipe cleaner. Flower arranging, kids love the wet foam. You do painting pots and planting a small plant. You could create a mason jar lantern or a mason jar snow globe. All fun things that are easy to do. So our current kids craft is making friendship bracelets out of embroidery thread and learning about the schemes of a color wheel. My cost is less than 50 cents for the thread and paper. And I just pre-sell a certain number of kits to control our product cost and inventory. So we're charging $8 for this little package. And I think I've sold, as of today, I believe it was 14 of these. And it's literally just embroidered thread and paper, but we put a lot of thought into it and made it educational and fun. And the kids love to make the bracelets. So it's just a really great way to drive traffic. You could totally go Pinterest crazy here or just dig around in your drawer of random goodies and see what you can package up as a craft. My next kit will be gluing silk flower heads left over from our Memorial Day bushes. 
We're going to glue them onto ribbons for headbands or onto cardboard self-portraits. We're also working on a kids camp that is a multi-day series of educational activities. Parents love having things for the kids to do during the summer, especially if it's got an educational twist. Include an instruction sheet and record a video of yourself creating the project and share it to your social media pages. This will act as marketing and a how-to guide for families that purchase your kit. Again, this is a great opportunity to partner with a library for the summer reading program, or you could do something with a local 4-H or Girl Scout club, or local tutors and do a collaborative event or project. Maybe every third Saturday you host a craft day at your shop where families can come create or purchase take and make. It might take some time to gain traction, but if you're using materials that you have anyway, then it's a win no matter if you have one person stop in or 20. Okay, here's the next idea. Gamify your shopping. Now don't judge this one until you hear me out. Creating an interactive experience for your customers is one of the best ways to increase your average sale and earn yourself a repeat customer. I talked all about creating a great customer experience in episode three if you want to go give it a listen. So punch cards or loyalty points are an easy way to introduce this at your store. Customers can earn a point or punch every time they spend X amount of dollars. To kick things off or to renew interest if you currently have a rewards program, you could choose a time frame to do double points. Live social media sales are fun and interactive and they can totally help bring a little cash influx into your business. Create an event on your Facebook page a few weeks out and post teaser pictures of some of the good sale items there and all across your platforms. So we offer the best deals to those that participate in the actual live sale and then post an album of the remaining items for people to claim for the next 48 hours. Making it a limited time thing drives urgency and participation. Doing some drawings or a demo during your sale keeps things interesting too. So a little more on that. One of our most popular social media promotions is Facebook Bingo. We do it two times a year. Customers can stop in and pick up paper bingo cards for a few weeks prior to the event and then have to tune in live to participate. We play between five to seven games of bingo with great prizes, of course, and we do a live sale of about 40 items in between calling numbers. We also have some interactive giveaways, things like asking customers to text a photo of something green or having them play trivia by commenting on the live stream. So this keeps viewers engaged during the sale and it's just a lot of fun. This online event is most popular for us around the holidays. Our Christmas themed bingo night is the highlight of many of my customers' social media year. So what interactive elements can you introduce to your in-store shopping experience? The goal is to make shopping fun and help our customers discover something new or interesting along the way, not to make things harder. So keep things as simple as possible and make sure there are small rewards or victories along the journey your shoppers take. This won't be for every customer, but for some of your customers, it will be a real shopping highlight, something that will get them talking and posting on social media. If you want to see an example of an in-store bingo game that I'm playing right now with my customers, you can check it out on the Marketing for Force Facebook group. Okay, moving down the list, demos. Doing an in-store demonstration is a good way to really connect with specific customer groups within your business. So a repotting and propagation demo will bring in your plant buyers. A wedding showcase will draw brides. A bonus is that you can get lots of bang for your buck with a demo. So record yourself and use it on your social media platforms or YouTube channel. 
have a staff member write down questions that come up and use those to guide future demos or blog posts. And I would also recommend asking for attendee feedback on what products or services they'd like to see related to your topic. Demonstrations are a literal goldmine of target market research and content creation. You could try pairing your demo with one of the other traffic drivers you looked at. You could make it part of a larger event or invite a few other businesses to collaborate. Your bridal showcase needs cupcakes and linens, right? And your plant demo will be extra tasty with veggie quiche and Bloody Marys. I mean, those are practically plants. So choose a topic that you get lots of questions about from your current customers. Flower arranging, how to style a tray, how to design an outdoor planter or winter porch pot, whatever you can confidently showcase and then sell. If you're doing a flower demo, have ready-made kits with the flowers and vase you used for attendees to take home and play with. Or if you're styling a tray three ways, merchandise your different objects and bundles. So if a customer loved the whole vibe of tray number two, she can easily grab bundle number two for her purchase. Now, if demos are new to your store, try tying them to an event like an open house or a one-day sale so that you have a built-in audience. And even if attendance is low, you now have a video and perfectly prepared and merchandised products. So share the video to your social media and link it to your website or Facebook post where customers can purchase the product bundles. Or create a display in-store with a demo example, the suggested add-on products, and a printed QR code that sends shoppers to your video where they could then learn how to use it. Okay, last but not least, number eight is subscriptions. Do you offer any sort of subscription services at your shop? They are a super great way to have recurring revenue month to month. And there are a few ways to do this. I've got four different ideas for you. One is to offer a single variety flower of the month club. So I love this one because it really reduces costs because you are simply processing the bunch and wrapping it or popping it in a vase. You can easily offer three different price points. A single bunch, double bunch, and triple bunch. Or heck, go larger if you want. And there's hardly any labor involved. Simply chop and drop. A second idea would be to offer a bouquet of the month. And this would be more of a mix of stems. So if you're able to get pre-wrapped bouquets from your wholesaler, keep it easy and don't promise anything but a fun surprise. Then you can just order that month's pre-wrapped special and the appropriate price point, mark it up and get it out the door. Again, two to three price points are a great option, and a fun way to advertise this would be to partner with a local radio station that has birthday announcements and have them choose one winner a month for this bouquet. So you donate the bouquet, but you're also getting some advertising. Okay, a third idea for a gift subscription. So you could do this at different price levels, and this may be a better seller as a quarterly subscription. So do a little market research and ask your customers what they would like. One month may be a bouquet, one month a plant, one month a gift box, one month some gourmet items, etc., etc. You can structure this as a pickup or allow the purchaser to delegate a recipient for each fulfillment. Fourth subscription idea, subscription idea, that's a long word, is the plant subscription. And this is really popular with our store. We charge an average of about $45 per month and we rotate between four inch, six inch, and eight inch green and blooming plants. A few months are accessories like a new pot, pruning shears, or fertilizer. And it's different every month, but the yearly uh, total value is around $550. It's just fun. People don't know what they're gonna get, but if they're a plant lover, they're gonna love it all. So some important things to consider if you're starting memberships or subscriptions. 
is this pickup only or will you offer or charge for delivery? Will it be every month, every other month, or every quarter? Can people choose their dates or is it at your discretion? Will you take requests or is it designer's choice? So at my own shop, customers that book six plus months of a bouquet or gift of the month can choose their delivery dates and make requests on colors and styles. So they often choose holidays, birthdays, and anniversaries. It's super popular with the guys who don't want the stress of trying to remember to order in time for important days. And it's a great suggestion for a summer anniversary gift for those last minute phone customers. I've turned many uh, summer anniversaries into continual monthly deliveries and it's a lot of fun. So there are a lot of ways to structure subscriptions. Just make sure that you are working and plenty of lead time to make sure you can get the product. And don't promise anything too specific so you can pivot or adjust if needed. I think we've all learned a little extra flexibility is a good thing these last few years. Oof, this has been a good episode. I hope that you guys have uh, got some ideas. I am sure getting excited thinking about what I'm going to do in my own shop with some of this brainstorming. I hope at least one thing I shared sparked an idea for you to drive up foot traffic and sales at your business. I'd love to hear your favorite. So leave a comment or find me on Facebook or Instagram at Pedals and Profits. You can also say hey in the Marketing for Flores Facebook group. So your action step this week is to choose just one of these traffic strategies and pick a date to execute it. I'll let you know what we end up doing too. I'll talk to you next time on The Retail Florist.